Thanks for joining me, Owen Gwyneth, once again on the 218 podcast. After less than a year as Scarlet's head coach, Brad Moore quickly became a favourite with the West Wales fans, but was soon head-hinted to be assistant coach of the mighty All Blacks. I caught up with him on the eve of his departure to New Zealand. Brad Moore, thanks for your time, especially escaping from the sun. It seems to be a sunny day over there. Um, how are you enjoying yourself? G'day, mate. It's good to be on. Thanks for the opportunity. Um, mate, it's, uh, lockdown's been um, obviously forced on us and you make the most of it, don't you? So we've yeah. actually uh, enjoyed it as a family and taken the, the, the opportunity to obviously to spend time together that, that we wouldn't have had and, and, uh, and on a bit of, bit of a lower, slower pace than, than normal in, in, our, um, in our lives. Uh, the weather's been fantastic, hasn't it? What, uh, how much sun I've seen there. Uh, <laughs> red, red and shiny. But, uh, uh, but it's, yeah, mate, we're good. Yeah, you, you're a couple of days away now from, from flying back to, to New Zealand. Um, how are you feeling? You, you're looking forward to it or are you, you feeling kind of ashamed to be leaving West Wales? Oh, mate, well, a um, bit, of, bit of both, really. It's uh, we're obviously looking forward to, to getting back. I mean, once this decision is made and then uh, once it became clear about where, where our season was headed, uh, with the COVID nineteen scenario, and that, it, you know, that there, any possible reassembly just keep getting pushed back and back, and it just meant that any reassembly is going to be under next year's group. And um, you know, having Glenn on the ground here made for a really a really good and, and uh, smooth and, and uh, trans transition, and, and to make that possible, so it's um it's it's time to go, and and uh, we we. Um, you know, we're sad, we're sad to, to go. We've made some great friends. And like I say, this uh, weather is just absolutely fantastic. And we'll be, we'll be going back into um, midwinter. But uh, at the same time, we're, we're also excited to be, to be going back to New Zealand and, and, um, and uh, reconnecting back there and getting amongst it. Yeah, how's the packing gone then? Who's taking that responsibility? Oh, my wife uh, has been <laughs> outstanding driving that through. And um, so she's... Uh, been fantastic we we only came over with a suitcase each and we seem to have accumulated a bit so um <laughs> it'll uh movers come in tomorrow and then it's uh just a couple more sleeps and, and off we go um you know it's 12 months in Llanelli or in, in in that neck of the woods uh what your memory is going to be for, for your time here in Wales what we're going to take back to New Zealand with you oh mate just fantastic people um outstanding down to earth uh humble great sense of humor uh, really it's really similar to kiwi mindset i think sort of um enjoy a beer and a yarn and a and a, and a, a, a bit of club sport um, rugby and, and cricket obviously quite big here and and uh and just um and love love foot love their footy don't they and they know their footy so um we've uh we've had a blast and been treated very, very kindly by uh, outstanding people. Yeah, you've been always been one from kind of when we met right at the back, you know, the start of the season. You've been one for the collective about the group and you know, progressing like a group. Um, can I be cheeky in asking kind of which individuals maybe have, have kind of left their mark on you? I know you've spoken fondly about Phil Bennett being one about people making uh, the area and the club. Oh, look, um, yeah, we well, have mentioned. Phil um, is just outstanding, and every time I speak to him, it just 
just becomes clearer and clearer that he's, he's all about the people as well. And, and the game is, is about relationships and, and um, yeah, he, he, he's, uh, he loves the traditional um, stuff around the game and, and the, 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 the times that, that he was obviously a superstar and, and uh, but he's also progressive with, uh, with his thinking around what, what's relevant now. And um, he's been superb. Look, the board and um, and staff at uh, at Scarlet's uh, really supportive. Um, we've we've had a, a great great group of staff working together, and and uh, and obviously the the players have um, just really bought in and um, been superbly led by by a leadership group led by Ken and and Steph uh, Steph Hughes, and and you know, through a year we. We were just just about to get together properly, uh, following World Cup and following Barbarians game and following the, the Six Nations. We we're just about to to get the group together and and charge through into um, the back end of the season, playing in this weather and obviously yeah. COVID nineteen hit. But um, boys and, and and staff again have been superb through that, and it just shows how how tight they are. Yeah, and talk about staff. Who was one? Um, I think Tom Phillips and other kind of you've got characters in the squad. They're, they're local boys. Um, they're proud to put a shirt on. That's very much an, a trait you've gone after, kind of in 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 the players and the characters and um, being in the squad. Is that fair to say? Yeah. Look, mate. Um, well, when uh, we you, we really clear on. I've joined Scarlets, not the other way round. So we've got to understand what what Scarlets is about, and, and seek to seek to understand before seeking to be understood, if you like. So, um, getting getting aware of of the club and the and the in the region, and um, and the people involved has been uh, has been really important. But um, also, those those guys just keep growing, and they're, they're superb. And we've seen some um, youngsters. Uh, come through this season uh, with opportunities and and just nailing their opportunities. You know, and you've got guys like Ryan Combier, uh, Corey Baldwin was outstanding. Um, yeah. um, Jack Morgan got a crack and he's sitting behind you know our, our basically an outstanding player for us and, and Josh McLeod. But uh, um, Jack, when he got his opportunities, was was great and it's just local man after local man is superb. It talks to me about you, know, you probably better position than anybody else about young Welsh talent. Obviously, we'll probably talk about specific kind of um, the Scarlet boys. How does that compare to, to talent back in New Zealand? Because there's always been a kind of maybe a feeling in Wales that there's some inferiority somehow with the, with the Southern Hemisphere sides. Is that true? Kind of is the talent in Wales as good as the talent anywhere else in the world? Oh, mate. I think that uh, from what I've seen, those guys are, um, have as much potential and, and opportunity to to make a long career out of out of rugby as as anyone. I think what what um, what can happen is potentially there's not as many uh, numbers. I, I don't know. That's a gut feel. Someone will do the stats and possibly quite possibly prove me wrong. <laughs> but it feels like there's uh, there's less. Obviously, as a um, a threat of of the English. Um, game as well which um which possibly takes some of, of the young talent away but i think there's a bit of um it's showing signs of embracing that and if kids do leave for schooling 
then staying in touch with them to to make sure they're coming back and likes of Carwin Tupelotu, um, yeah. who who will join the the Scarlets, um, uh, now uh, because he's he's finished school in England and, and uh, comes back in. So yeah, because um, Carwin, I I've, I've seen a bit of him. He's a big boy. Um, you know, how far does you know he's still a youngster, but how far off could he be? Kind of playing senior rugby because he's he's a physical lad oh mate that's right and he'll determine that so the speed will be determined by him you know when he's when he's um ready the opportunity will be there and um he'll he'll know that you know he's potentially missed an opportunity with the 20s this year although he would have been a year young or two years young so he's got plenty of, of chance for that but i think that's that's the other thing it doesn't have to be any rush you know and, and i i think Potentially could ease up a bit. Um, uh, in, in the media, could ease up a bit on the youngsters. You know, we don't have to keep firing people out as um, as being the next best thing and putting that pressure on them. You know, they, they, they've they've got enough going on yeah. as uh, as young men leaving school and uh, entering the big wide world and, and, and working that out and working out what they're about to to not have to be trying to fill the fill the boots of, of what someone says they, they could be. So we just let them grow and, and develop. It's, uh, it's really exciting. Um, you mentioned kind of this, the season. It's kind of it was building up nicely for, for the last push. I had a quick look at the fixtures earlier thinking, when was the last game? Probably end of February sometimes. How much of a shame is it that, you know, it was probably two aspects that this season didn't finish off as you'd hope a normal season would. But then again, your project maybe. Yeah. came to an end early because obviously kind of uh, a brilliant kind of opportunity arose. Yeah. Oh, it's a, just a, a massive shame and, and we're not alone in that, are we? It's, uh, I think we can see in, in, through this experience how important sport is to, to the culture and well-being of, of a population. Um, and, uh, and hopefully we, we've, we've learned, learned a bit about that and, and also how to operate. Um, with our fans and, and whatnot, but we were we were primed and, and I have no doubt we were, um, mate, we'd gone through five months of, of a hellish winter. Um, we're we're uh, developing an ability to play in the wet and, uh, and I think that was a really strong uh, string to our bow to do that, but uh, there's no doubt that um, the Scarlet's group on, on uh, a dry pitch Daylight hours, the sun on the back would have um, would have been really entertaining to watch, and tough to beat. Um, you, you've mentioned um, the media in Wales; it's, it's well known to be a bit of a goldfish bowl. How do you kind of manage that experience? Because obviously, kind of you see the M4 corridor isn't that big. Um, everybody kind of lives on top of each other. How did you kind of maybe like the, do you like the pressure of it, or you know how, how do you kind of live with with the, with the media and that goldfish bowl? Well, I think uh, just understanding everyone's got a job to do and, and treating treating everybody with respect, and that goes both ways. So, um, I think that um, we 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 need to embrace that and and work with the media and and uh, and and also our fans, and and you can do that through social media and uh, go direct, and and uh, and then also understanding that there's a role to play. With the media um, selling our game to to the people and taking it to them, your your interest stories, um, and and just being being respectful and and uh, authentic, and and having a bit of fun with it. You know, I think um, 
generally have a have a good yarn and <laughs> and be honest and and uh, and you can't and it's it's not about being caught out, is it? It's, it's yeah. trying to trying to help out, not catch out. And I think that's that's really important. I think when when uh, someone tries to find the the headline in something, just yeah. just report what was said. Um, then then we're all we're all okay with that, aren't we? And we probably get um, better conversations going. Um, talk about your social media. You know, your, your videos are more popular than anybody's, I think. And fair play to you. You've, you've embraced the Welsh or, or the West Wales lifestyle as well and learning a bit, bit of Welsh here and there as well. Kind of, how important was it for you to, kind of, to, to be a part of that community from, from the off? Oh, massively. Um, you know, we, we, we did a lot of homework, my wife and I, before um, deciding that we, you know, we were comfortable to move again with the, the family, but it had to be, a lot of things had to line up. And one of the things was the, the club being uh, strong and aspirational and the ability to do that, but also that, that it's um, uh, the, the region and the, and the, the whole, the country is, is, um, is sound and, uh, and, and part of the story. So um, getting to know that and then living in, in uh, Hindi and, Kids are off uh, down to the schools in the Bont and at Pontalice, and boy plays for Pontalice Rugby Club. So um, yeah. you, just, you just get into more and more of the of the community, and it's great. I love I love meeting people and, and being part of that. And, and again, we were joining we're joining them and and uh, and coming to to Clenethley, not the other way around. So um, you must embrace that. And, and I. The, the language is, is uh, superb and, and language is culture, isn't it? So long may that continue. Well, I mean, there's a number of things I've learned and obviously it's a lot stronger here out west mm-hmm. um, than um, in other parts of Wales and clearly it's, it's pretty strong up north as well. But um, oh, that's been awesome for us. Um, did any of the parents have any words of wisdom for you for your coaching when you're taking the kids to training? Oh, Oh, they're they're pretty good, really. That um, mate, I just uh, love seeing seeing them have uh, a bit of fun and and um, and expressing themselves. And you see the kids laughing and, and getting better. It's brilliant that the they're coached by uh, a fella, Ted James, who's a steward of the rugby club, and oh, he just did a great job with the with the lads. And and um, so you know, you get a bit of advice, yep. But yeah. uh, but that's that's cool. Everyone everyone really cares. Um. Have you had an opportunity? I imagine obviously it's difficult with with, with, the, with the virus going around. How have you farewelled with with the players? Because I'm sure that all the fans would have loved to kind of have a final game yeah. to, to send you off and say thank you as well. But have you had an opportunity to talk with the players? Yeah, mate. Um, although isolated and locked down, I, I think that uh, we've we've probably never been as strongly connected, mm. and that's the the benefits of of WhatsApp and Zooms and whatnot so as a as a group and as a as a friendship group for for well-being the the connection's been really strong we had a um we had an awards last night for this group because oh, really? um, as, as much as the season might be um might may well you know continue in some form or other um it, it'll be under next year's group and uh and and so it's it's not about me. It's, there's there's eight players and three staff members uh, moving on. And so we we had a um, yeah 
Black Tide uh, event last <laughs> night, and and uh, and it was it was superb, and, and it was really well done. And Sarah, Sarah Davis, our manager, and, and Jared Griffiths and his um, analysis team did an awesome job putting that and some videos together. And mate, yes, you, you can you forget what what's been done in the um, time that we've been together, and and uh, so seeing a wee highlights package of the season, and and uh, and seeing that the the boys and their wives and partners and families on the on the Zoom was was a lovely way to to just just close this wee chapter, and then uh, and then also to allow the next chapter to really um, spring into action. Um, Cabby nosy. Any funny wars handed out? Um, no, pretty pretty uh, standard oh, stuff actually. No, there was wasn't. I'm not sure I spoke to you yesterday. We could have put a couple in. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, we just had, um, I was in house, so, you know, it should stay in house, but there's yeah. just the normal awards of, um, coaches awards and we had match day awards that the team voted on each, um, each week after each game. And, and so that, that got tallied up to, to, to have the players recognized for that. And, but also just to, to really acknowledge, um, a, a wonderful, uh, united group of, of, of people that, we're really proud to to be custodians of the jersey or the role for the Scarlets for 2019-20 uh, uh, season. So, and then um, on on goes the next group, and we we oh, it's just so excited about the the group going forward and what what we can see from them. So, um, looking forward to to getting up in the middle of the night and watching it. Before I cast my eye forward a bit, can I just look back to this season. I imagine um, the the highlight in terms of matches with the Ospreys one be up there which one would stand out for you yeah i was actually thinking about that and uh yeah 100% it was um geez our, our boys clipped that day and and um and put a show on and uh i, I thought um they were outstanding um london irish in london uh we needed five points and um and and played superbly as well uh five to to qualify and actually um uh, it might sound strange, but I, um, the Toulon game in Toulon was really, really memorable and, and almost uh, um, a dream result. Um, I was just saw saw a real backbone of our of our team yeah. on that night, and I thought that yeah, we are we're on the right track. And as much as it, uh, we couldn't quite get over the line, and um, 90, 90 minutes it took for Toulon to get past us, and. Uh, and that, that that showed everything that that we were about, I think, and it just just shows you sometimes the result doesn't quite go there, but the performance was was spot on. So those ones, and obviously winning in France against Bayonne mm. as well, first win in France for a number of years for for the group, and didn't actually know that till we sat down afterwards. And I think uh, Pence Pence started saying talking about it. So yeah. um, so memorable year. Looking forward, just casting forward to, to next year. Because obviously, um, you've mentioned a few players and a, and a few coaching staff uh, moving on. One member of new coaching staff, Ben Franks, coming in. Talk to me a bit about him. How, how well do you know him? What will he bring to the group? Yeah, I no, know him um, a little bit. Uh, Glenn knows him uh, uh, really well. Um, and I know his brother, Owen, mm. really well. And um, just... He, they're very similar. So Ben's um, approached is is very diligent. Has been to his career, to his playing preparation, 
Um, he has a massive, uh, obviously a massive love of, of, of scrummaging. Um, he'll, he's, his experience playing both sides of the world, test matches, um, obviously playing in the premiership and playing uh, super rugby uh, back in, in New Zealand is, is going to be huge for him to draw on. And, and uh, as, he, as he embarks on, on his coaching career, he'll be, um, he'll be really driven around the strength and conditioning connection to the to the forwards and and uh and how that how that can work together um with the with the rugby program to to get the best uh physical preparation and um and he'll bring you know that a professional mindset of detail and and uh and um you know one track mind on it really yeah, just yeah. a really good focus so yeah, it's, I think it's it's really exciting, and it's uh, it's um it's going to be very very beneficial to to uh, to the Scarlets. So um, when do you actually start your job then? When's uh, the Kiwi hat going on? Well, pretty much, will be uh, straight away. Really, oh, really. Uh, well, you know, you chip away, build relationships, and and uh, with the with the coaching and management group, and. Um, and watch the watch the Super Rugby that's about to start on the 13th of June. So we'll be um, in the back end of our quarantine, uh, sitting watching that. We're actually travelling back with uh, Hadley, Susie, and Ruby Park. So oh, really? um, ideally, we'll be in the in the same hotel and um, get the sky on and watch uh, watch some Super Footy. Yeah, so kind of you'd be making some notes and maybe, hopefully, if all goes well. You could be back here in the autumn. Oh, look, how good would that be? Uh, just um, magnificent. It would, um, I think it would be, it, it was always going to be awesome, uh, but I think it would be even more poignant now um, and, and would provide a, a real ability to have um, a bit of closure almost. You know? um, but uh, if, if that could be the case, I'd love it because I also think it would be a hell of a game. Um, yeah. You know, there's some strong, strong players in, in Wales, and um, I'd love to love to see that and and uh, be playing at the Principality. You ready for the Welsh giving you a bit of ribbon? Then oh. <laughs> they'll be turning you now. <laughs> yeah, mate, I'd be um, spine tingling, wouldn't it? If uh, if it can be, if there's a crowd in, if we're allowed a crowd in, yeah. and uh, and you've got the national anthems going, that's that's goosebump moments, which is a big part of why why I do what I do and really grateful to have the opportunity to do it as a job is, is, um, that's just, that's just spine tingling. Yeah. For for you, kind of obviously kind of, I imagine coaching the All Blacks has been your dream for a long, long time. How much of a privilege is it for you to fulfill that dream? Ah, mate, it's, um, it's incredible. It's still probably a bit surreal. It it might um, hit home more so when we actually get back to, to Christchurch and, and, um, and, and you're into the into it, and you get on the grass and get a whistle in the hand, and and uh, away you go. You know, it's um, uh, I was I never obviously never good enough to play for the All Blacks. Um, always available, just never. <laughs> um, so, so so not being able to not doing that, and and now having the the opportunity, like you say, privilege and hugely humbling to to be in the in the seat. You know, you don't. I don't think you covet a role like that. You don't go after it. It, it um, sort of comes to you and you don't control the timing of it. But uh, it's, um, 
just uh, yeah, it's, it is it's dreamlike. It is dreamlike. It is surreal, but um, it'll be it'll be very real very soon. Yeah. Well, before you kind of um, depart and go back to the, to the middle of winter, I'll better let you go back off and enjoy the send in, in West Wales. It rarely happens anyway. So um, get the barbie on. Yeah, definitely, Brad. I probably feel on 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 behalf of everybody else in Wales. Thank you so much for for everything that you brought brought over. You brought a, a, an injection of energy, which. Um, I think inspired a lot of people. So thank you very much, Diolch and Vauriaun, on behalf yeah. of everyone. Well, mate, it's very kind, and um, shouldn't be uh, you guys thanking me. I th- thank you all, and uh, thanks to the Scarlets for the opportunity. It's been magic. Our families loved it, and we'll uh, we'll be a sp- hold a special place in our hearts forever. So Diolch and Vau. Diolch and Vau, but hope I pass across again sometime. Diolch and Vauriaun, and thanks for the chat.